This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. Kia ora, I'm Hugh and you're listening to my quasi-weekly podcast, Hugh's Featured Tracks. This is a look back at the tracks that I've featured over the last week or so of morning shows on the Manawatu People's Radio, Te Reo Irirangi Ongatangata o Manawatu. Without further ado, let's hear the first of those tracks. It's summer, and at a particular point in my life, that would have meant uh, going out to the middle of nowhere, uh, probably with a group of friends for an electronic music dance festival. That's not really a thing that I get up to these days for a variety of reasons, but in the kind of heyday of those kinds of parties, um, I wasn't quite of the right era to get to the gathering, but I went to the uh, post-gathering um, festival, which was called Visions. It was organised by a number of people from the gathering, kind of trying to learn from the gathering's mistakes, um, which, if you're interested, were largely kind of logistical and financial rather than in any way evil. Um, the thing about that is that I became a fan of a very specific kind of vibe with electronic dance music, which seems, to my ear at least, to have been largely specific to that time and this place. It, there's a, a particular New Zealand approach to dance music, which um, I think partly relates to how many of our dance music festival type events are outdoors, which I think is kind of unusual. Um, I know there were outdoor raves uh, held in the UK, but there was also a big club scene throughout Europe. And I don't know that it was ever quite so big uh, in New Zealand compared to the uh, to the outdoor parties. Um I would say it's characterized by a bit more space in the mix. Um, there tends to be less of an emphasis on like uh, a trumpet synth blaring out a melody full force and, and kind of crushing your brain into submission um, and much more kind of a drumbeat with stuff that's kind of arranged around it artfully to keep the conscious bits of your brain occupied while your butt gets on with uh, shaking itself. And uh, imagine my joy and surprise when a track pops up on the new tracks compilation, I believe the one for uh, December, which pretty much embodies that vibe. Uh, this comes from a guy called Sanai, who, oddly enough, is um, German-born and uh, I think began making music in German, um, or in Germany, rather. But uh, he's since, you know, 
put out uh, a fair amount of music here in New Zealand. Uh, he's got an album due out real soon. I'm not sure exactly when the uh, loop who is his record label website uh, says drops 2022 but uh, a look at his SoundCloud page suggests that maybe it's not here yet it's uh, a little unclear which things belong where anyway He's got a track on the uh, December New Tracks compilation from New Zealand On Air, which is called Zero Gravity and embodies a lot of uh, what I like in particularly New Zealand electronic dance music. It's got a lot of space. Uh, It's got uh, a beat that's insistent without being like painfully aggressive and it doesn't have a melody carried by pile-driving, brain-destroying synths. So uh, here is a glimpse into the kind of vibe that I like in my electronic music. I hope that that's an illustrative and enjoyable experience for you. Uh, If you would like to find it yourself, Sanoi is, as I say, uh, on Loop, uh, which is one of New Zealand's kind of premier... um, dance music, electronic dance music type labels. And uh, you can also find all of his music or quite a lot of his music on the SoundCloud. Uh, His SoundCloud is Sanoi Music, S-A-N-O-I Music, F-M-U-S-I-K. That's the uh, German influence there, I imagine. Um, And you can hear it all there if you would like to. I'm sure you can buy music there as well if you would want. Right now, here is Sanoi from the New Tracks compilation uh, for December. This is called Zero Gravity.
We just got the very sad news that Terry Hall has just died. Um, He was 63 years old. Terry Hall was one of the two principal singers of the band The Specials, who, in my opinion, um, were kind of the, the cooler and more difficult um, ska band from the British ska boom of the late 70s. Um, Madness kind of had the longevity, but the thing about the specials is that they were much more political, much more edgy, and they also much more visibly uh, integrated black and white musicians, which was in itself kind of uh, quite a political thing to do at the time. Terry Hall left the specials pretty early in their career. Um, He was co-vocalist with a guy called um, Neville Staple. Uh, And they uh, both left the band uh, after a couple of albums to form their own group called Funboy 3. Um, He then went on to have a very long career where he released a couple of solo albums and collaborated with a huge number of people, including, you know, Gorillaz, Nouvelle Vague, uh, Shakespeare's sister, Sinead O'Connor, um, Tricky, Junkie XL, and the D12, which is, you know, a pretty broad and colourful selection of um, musical acts that you could work with. Uh, The specials Twitter account confirmed his death, just saying that he died after an illness um, and not really kind of specifying any more about that, just kind of asking for... uh, asking for privacy for his family. What I'd like to do is mark the occasion with, uh, I think, a special song that kind of shows off what he and Neville Staple could do together. Um, this is from the first specials album. Uh, it's a Coxone Dodd composition, and it's called You're Wondering Now.
songs left in the tank for the new tracks compilation for this year and what that means is that you'll probably end up hearing them early next year given that this is the second last featured music spot of 2022 so what i'm going to do you now is uh, i'm going to play you my final new tracks pick from the year this has been one of my favorite discoveries of the last couple of years louisa nicklin is this very interesting performer um she wasn't really on my radar because I think she made her first really kind of well-received music in the classical space, and that's not really an area, you know, contemporary classical music where I have a huge amount of um, of interest or awareness. But she's gone on to become a sort of uh, indie singer-songwriter, and she has this beautiful slightly ethereal voice in this very interesting i suppose composerly way of putting together um a pop song or a rock song and that means that often her music has this very um evocative sometimes quite spooky air to it uh that is kind of redoubled on this particular song which is called no good if you go and watch the music video because the music video comes um from a dream that the video director had about one of the band members this guy called mason ferry holding a bale of hay wearing a suit and walking up a hill and the whole thing is is kind of transformed into this new zealand gothic kind of rural slightly culty uh very strange vibe Uh, i recommend it if you're into odd music videos i think you'll enjoy it um the song itself, I think, is just uh, a beautiful showcase of all of the things that I like uh, Louisa Nicklin for. Um, it's got this slow, deep bass pulse that everything kind of builds on. Um, it's got her being, like I say, slightly obscure and ethereal in a way that I find quite compelling. Um And as I say, there's that killer video. So uh, if you want, you can find uh, Louisa Nicklin in lots of places on the internet. She is on Spotify as well. Right now, here is her single, the one that got through to the New Tracks compilation uh, for December of 2022. This is called No Good. Don't want to hear 
is the last featured music spot for the year, and I have to confess I did agonise a wee bit about what to play on this one, but I think that I've found something good, if not a little grim. However, however grim we will cope with. So, one of my favourite discoveries over the past couple of years has been the constellation of artists um, that I discovered initially through Lucy Dacus. Uh, Lucy Dacus is an American singer and uh, songwriter and band leader. Um, she is part of a sort of mini indie supergroup composed of similarly ascendant stars, uh, young women singing uh, indie rock in America with perhaps a slightly, I don't know, slightly unrock edges perhaps. There's kind of Americana touches or um, Lucy Dacus has a, a bit of a kind of jazz edge to some of the things that she does. The point is that uh, she's part of this group which is called Boy Genius. The other members are Julian Baker and Phoebe Bridgers. And Phoebe Bridgers is the person that we're interested in today. Um, Phoebe Bridgers, I mean, like Lucy Dacus, has has done a run of kind of one-off singles. The difference is that Lucy Dacus did it as kind of an artistic project, kind of marking particular occasions. And Phoebe Bridgers has had more of a run of doing... um, kind of cover singles either as uh, as promises uh, if something happens or or as uh, charity fundraising things. So she did a version of uh, Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls, which was a joke that she decided to make good on, I think. She, um, she said that if uh, Joe Biden won the election, she would cover Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. And then when he did, uh, she teamed up with Maggie Rogers and uh, and performed that. And it was only available, I think, for a week. And then, uh, and then the links were all taken down again. But she's also, for the past few years, been doing uh, a charity Christmas single. It started with... Um, a version of Tom Waits's song uh, Day After Tomorrow, which isn't strictly speaking a Christmas song. Like it doesn't even, it's not even a Christmas song in the sense that like a Christmas card from a hooker in Minneapolis, which is another Tom Waits song, uh, could be argued to be a Christmas song in that it doesn't even kind of reference Christmas as a bit of uh, backdressing. But it kind of set the tone for what this project is, which is, a charity uh, single for Christmas, but always a song which is which exposes some sort of social issue and which is in some way kind of critical of uh, particularly American contemporary society. So she's done. Um, she has done some straightforward, uh, some straightforwardly kind of Christmas stuff. She one of her holiday singles was uh, "Have Yourself a, L- a Merry Little Christmas," but she's also done things like uh, Simon and Garfunkel's "Silent Night," seven o'clock news, which juxtaposed the the seven o'clock news from I think it was nineteen sixty six when they uh, first did that song. With uh, with Silent Night as as a fairly trenchant political statement, and she worked with um, Matt Berninger and of of the National and Fiona Apple on that one, um, and did an updated uh, newscast along with the song. This year's single is a bit less 
specifically political, but it's still in that space of, you know, songs which are located at Christmas and therefore are Christmas songs of a sort, but which, you know, showcase um, something more difficult and darker. In this case, uh, it it's uh, a song from the husband and wife duo, The Handsome Family, which is about um, – Someone who is trying to navigate a um, a difficult and somewhat abusive relationship where the other person has uh, a problem with alcohol, um, and you know, hence me saying that it's kind of grim. But I do think, as far as contemporary Christmas music goes, my my favorite contemporary Christmas songs are the ones that do bring. Uh, Maybe darkness isn't the right word, but an awareness that, you know, there are lots of experiences that people have at Christmas time and not all of them are positive. And sometimes, like possibly my favorite contemporary Christmas song, um, Paul Kelly's How to Make Gravy, that spins into something that's maybe uh, redemptive as the character kind of tries to make good with his situation. But sometimes it's it's just being conscious uh, at this time of year that, you know, part of being thankful for what you've got is is being aware that other people don't necessarily and, and that we need to look after each other. So here you go. This is my last pick of 2022. Uh, do take care of yourselves and uh, with any luck, you will hear from me in 2023. Um, I do recommend tracking down Phoebe Bridger's holiday singles, um, she has this year, I'm not sure if she does it every year, but this year she's released them all as an EP. So you can get, I think it's six or seven songs, six or seven years running that she's done this. Um, and you can get all of those tracks as a kind of bundled EP. Um, and the the proceeds do go to charity. So, you know, it is a good cause that you're supporting. Right now, here is Phoebe Bridgers. Um, this is her 2022 Christmas single, and it's called So Much Wine. I had nothing to say On Christmas Day When you threw all your clothes in the snow When you burnt your hair And knocked over chairs I just tried to stay
Listening to Hughes Featured Tracks, a quasi-weekly podcast put together from the tracks that I've featured over the last week or so of morning shows on Manawatu People's Radio, Tereo Irangi Ongatangata or Manawatu. If you'd like to listen to the backlog of episodes for this podcast, you can find them along with all of our other locally made shows at our website, www.npr.nz. If you enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.npr.nz forward slash donate.